This is eConverse, Digital Marketplace Success, a podcast brought to you by Vaso Group. Vaso Group is an all-inclusive e-commerce agency for both Amazon and Walmart.com, focused on helping you achieve success in marketplaces around the world. I'm Pamela Moore. We're learning about managing cost increases. I'm joined by Reggie Janitis, president and co-founder of Vaso Group, to help us navigate price increases. Let's jump right in, Reggie. What do we mean by cost increases? First of all, I should say, hi, Pamela. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your podcast, or on our podcast. Thank you for being here on our podcast. Cost increases is a very important subject these days. It's almost a domino effect that the first domino sort of that causes everything else to take shape in our experience as a shopper. Basically, the price that we pay, what's available, what's not available. Cost increases are something when raw materials increase at the production level, when labor rates increase at the production level, uh, meaning who has to manufacture physically, whether it's automatic or manual, freight rates, if the gas goes up, if the cost of putting product into a container and bringing it here from overseas goes up, all of that combines into a higher cost of goods. And the domino that follows that is, since it is more expensive for manufacturers to produce a product, they have to raise their prices. And when prices are raised, obviously the selling price to a consumer has to go up as well. In order for the manufacturer to stay profitable, stay productive, keep their employees employed, get them raises, all the things that we all care about as employees, they have to maintain their margins, which is a difference between the selling price that they sell to someone like Amazon and their own internal cost of manufacturing. So when prices go up, when there's inflation, when raw materials go up, transportation, labor, cost increases are necessary. And how you navigate that specifically through Amazon and through Walmart is a very delicate and interesting subject. It's a maze. It's not a linear process, not a diagram we can map out even on one tri-race board. It's complicated. So hopefully we can shed a little bit of clarity here today. I hope so. It's it's not something with which I'm familiar. So I'm, I'm eager to learn. Is it something that you regularly review with vendors? Or is it something that comes up from time to time, I, I'm not sure what the process is on that. Typically, cost discussions definitely start from the vendor side. They would be the ones that would make us as an agency aware that things are increasing and that there potentially could be a price increase publicly announced to the market at some point in the future. And so we get involved with vendors at a very early stage trying to understand their cost structure, if we can help any of that, and how that will translate into pricing on Amazon, all the way down to a consumer level. We have to stay competitive from the competition perspective, so we help vet and do research to ensure that other players in that space are also seeing the same results. And we have to make sure that post-price increase, we will retain our competitive edge that we've established up to that point. So it's a very important, delicate process, and there are a number of layers that we have to overcome along the way 
in order for that price point to actually be adjusted that a consumer sees. When the consumer sees a price go up, typically it will have involved multiple months of work prior to that, negotiations, etc., that led up to that price point adjustment. So you can't just say, we need to increase the cost by $3 today, and then the, the customer sees it tomorrow. You cannot. On Amazon specifically, there are two primary selling channels. What Amazon calls a retail channel, which is vendor central, and what Amazon calls a marketplace, which is seller central. On seller central, it is easier to do that. On seller central, you can actually go in and raise your price today if you'd like. The factors that are still at play are the competitive forces. Is my competition raising prices? Will I be able to maintain my sales volume at the new price? Can I afford to do that today? And there's still homework that has to be done prior to that. On Seller Central, traditionally, smaller brands or smaller vendors sell there. But recently, there's been a strategy shift by some larger brands to also sell on Seller Central versus Vendor Central. Pros and cons of which we can, I'm sure, can discuss at a different podcast. But on the Seller Central side, it's easier on the Amazon side to get a price increase through. On the vendor vendor central side, it relates more to a traditional model that a lot of vendors are used to in the brick and mortar channel, which involves negotiation with a vendor manager or a buyer to justify the price increase. And there are a number of justifications that we have to provide as far as why this price increase may be warranted. Okay, so a vendor would come to us and say, we have these expenses and we need to increase prices on Amazon or Walmart. And then we help them negotiate that with Amazon providing proof of how the costs have gone up and here's why we need to do this? Correct. So having done this dozens and dozens of times, we already know proactively questions that are going to be asked by a vendor manager. So we can collectively with the vendor set the strategy prior to even having discussion number one with the vendor manager at Amazon, how we best approach this, what information will be needed. So we will coach the vendor through that process, what information may be needed when it comes to raw materials, when it comes to labor, when it comes to transportation, and historically what has worked best in order to execute that price increase and in order to get it accepted. So that's definitely something we're very much involved in. And if the vendor allows us to do so, we'll be the agent negotiating that price increase all the way through execution. Obviously, we will involve the vendor as needed, but we are more than confident, able, capable, and our record speaks for itself to be able to get these price increases accepted. But again, there's a craft to it. You have to have knowledge, you have to have experience, and you have to have a relationship a little bit with the Amazon vendor manager in order to have that trust factor to get that price increases accepted. I'm sure it helps to have an expert who's been through it multiple times, asking the right questions, gathering the right information to take to Amazon so that you don't have to go back to the drawing board as a vendor to figure out, oh, there's another piece of digital paperwork that we need. Correct. Think of it in relation to hiring an attorney for your legal needs. Could you read the law and figure it out and represent yourself in the court? Potentially. Could you go in into 
a settlement or into a mediation and try to find common ground, potentially. But would you be better equipped with someone that does that for a living daily and have a better outcome in your favor? Definitely. You definitely want to have an expert in your corner. Sport players have agents. They understand banking. They understand how much money gets deposited, but they understand they can also maximize that deposit if they have an expert in their corner. In a lot of relationships, in the business relationships in this world, legal relationships, there are experts that are brought into conversations to help both parties achieve what they want to achieve. Remember that Amazon vendor managers do this for a living, and so do we. So we can tap into what they're motivated by and how their thought process goes internally to really help really help the manufacturer. We cannot guarantee results, but we will definitely put our best foot forward. We will not leave anything unturned. All I would look for if I was looking for a partner to solve my problem. We're trying to find something that's mutually beneficial, agreeable to Amazon to present to customers and for our clients, for the vendors to be able to resolve some of the impact from the cost of goods being sold. Correct. Basically. That makes perfect sense. So if somebody is faced with this wanting to increase prices because things happen in the world, what should they do? The first piece will be obviously evident internally based on their finances and account structure the price increase is necessary. The first step in the process, I would recommend ensuring that the price increase that they are asking for can be well justified with publicly available data, which would be things like market indices for the raw materials that are in your product, of which your product is made from. A lot of times, multiple raw materials are used in the product, wood and plastic, paper and wood, combination of the two. And understanding your product, what percentage of that raw material contributes to your cost of goods is the first step. Know your product, understand your product. The second piece would be having knowledge of labor rates and what's going on where you manufacture, whether it's overseas or manufacturing domestically in the US. Understand what's going on in the marketplace. Again, publicly available data can be referenced easily and can be used as proof. The third piece would be transportation, which is a big component of that as well. Understanding transportation rates, again, whether import or domestic. And then working with your finance team to understand how all of that intersects and what the cost increase percentage is necessary and how that will affect selling price points. Another piece of that would be consumers also have perceived thresholds of what they're willing to pay for certain product. There are those price points that we may not be aware of as consumers, but they're subconsciously there. For example, you know, $9.99, $19.99, $49.99. If you increase your price from $19.99 to give an example, $22.49, because that matches up to a percentage of your increase, you may lose a disproportionate number of units sold and therefore the revenue because you've gone over that $19.99 threshold. So you have to be careful what that will mean. In order to justify at $22.49, do you add perceived value to your product? Or in some cases, unfortunately, do you take value off your product to stay within that $19.99 price point make the product less expensive to manufacture, to ship, to produce, but still stick at 1999 and maintain your margin. 
It's called maybe despecking, right? So we all see that as consumers. If you ever walk into a store and see things like bonus packs, just know that something is happening there. Someone is maybe trying to justify a higher retail. Or when you see now 20% bigger or now 30% more soft drink in the bottle or whatever, there's something happening there where a retailer and or the manufacturer is trying to justify value. Sometimes it can be just pure promotional, but in a lot of cases it will be where there's an adjustment being made, a recalibration of sorts. So definitely understand and do your homework and always, always, always keep an eye on competition because there's not a category where you are the sole player. You definitely have to understand what your competition is doing. If you are able to learn when they may be announcing price increases, you don't want to be necessarily the first one to announce. You'll have a tougher time, but you also don't want to be last because you'll miss margin opportunities. So knowing your marketplace, knowing competition, subscribing to certain data that allow you to figure these things out will definitely help. That is so fascinating because that is something that I would have never thought about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's handy to have an expert on hand to, to help you navigate that. What's one takeaway you have for listeners of this episode? I would say that in this episode, we're most likely speaking to vendors, brands, manufacturers. So one biggest takeaway would be be prepared. You cannot get a price increase through the retail channel at Vendor Central on Amazon just by saying, my costs have gone up, here's a new increase. Thank you, can I have new prices updated in my POs on Monday? There are lead times, you're going to be asked for justifications, you're going to be asked for different things in return. If I take this price increase, can I get why? What does that mean? You have to understand what why means. What else are you sacrificing in order to get this price increase through? Will that be beneficial? Or will that actually cost more than the price increase itself? So be prepared, be knowledgeable, have your data together, understand your product manufacturing costs, understand the macro forces that are impacting the environment, and be ready to pull that data when needed in a conversation. And definitely be prepared for sure. Excellent. Thank you again for your expertise, Reggie. For help taking your e-commerce to the next level, visit www.vasogroup.com. Connect with us on LinkedIn, follow at Vaso Group on Facebook and Twitter, and at Vaso underscore group on Instagram. Thanks for listening.